I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. KMAN, you are home for K-State Athletics. It's game time. This is... Is the game on News Radio KMAN? Okay, so with some Chiefs fans, they're not exactly the biggest fans of Taylor Swift, the whole storyline of her going to games and being, I don't know, in a relationship, I guess, with, with Travis Kelsey. If you truly feel that way, which I was, if I was a Chiefs fan, I'm just like, you know, it's cool, it's whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Some are just kind of tired of her being, sh- you know, shown on camera all the time. Whatever, who cares? Anyway. Does this change your mind? That uh, just saw this video on Twitter, like right before I came in, and I hadn't seen it yet. During the national anthem at MetLife Stadium, and the home of the. Chiefs, she joined in on the Chiefs, kind of at the tail end. She she was late to the party, but she attempted. Listen, from this Chiefs fan, she's good to go. She was good to go the minute that I heard about it. I'm just, if you would have went back in time, 2005, 2006, and been like, hey, in the near future, the Chiefs are going to have two of the coolest guys in the league. And one of them is going to be dating like the biggest pop star in the world at the time. I'd have, I would have, I'd have laughed you out of the room. First of all, I'd be like, "You're you're insane. What are you, Mister Back to the Future? Marty McFly, get away from me!" <laughs> but it's just from where they were, just short, just just not so long ago, to where they they are now. It's like this is awesome. We should like ride the wave, man. Like it's it's never going to get this. Insane around this team. It will never, it will never, unless one of them like dates like. <laughs> if one of them starts dating like Metallica, the band, I guess the whole band. <laughs> like the only way it can get any nuttier. I don't, you know, I, I'm not Dave Grohl. Yeah, yeah, Dave Grohl. I'm not up on my like all girl bands, you know. But I just, it's never gonna get wilder. Enjoy it, embrace it. It's it's awesome to be a Chiefs fan right now. Just enjoy it, man. Who, who cares? It's fine. Outside of any athlete or the president of the United States, Taylor Swift is the biggest name on the planet, dude. Just about. I I, I don't know who else I would consider that high. It, I mean, really, but she's huge everywhere. Right. What if if, if let's say. One of the chiefs started dating like a member of the royal family. If like Meghan Markle left that one dude, 
Uh, Prince Charles? Charles. Is it Charles? Yeah. And started seeing Travis Kelsey. Maybe it would be that. But I'm not even sure it would be even that, that insane. This is reaching new levels, man. The, like his jersey sales going up all that much. All of the um, like the TV ratings and stuff. Like this is crazy, man. And, but enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Be real with me. Um, at K-State Home Games when the Pride finishes up the national anthem. Yeah. And some people decide to do the Chiefs at the end. Do you do it? I do, but I like I do it very like quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep, like, do you keep it in? Just kind of do it. To, yeah. Like a cheese, You know, I like, just like because I don't want to be accused of being disrespectful. You know what I mean? Because some people get really mad. They don't like that. So I try to play it cool and just go cheese. I mean, unless you're accused of being disrespectful, are you being disrespectful? No. I mean, well, I think that's arguable. You know, yeah. You can argue it, that. Yeah. I, I, maybe, maybe not. It, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's, it, I just, that's why I stick with the cheese. Like, under my breath, low key. Welcome to the game. Uh, just a couple of us today. Mitch Fortner with David G. And A.J. Shaw is running the board today. 537-1350 is the phone number to call. I believe Troy's going to be out for the whole week. I know he's going to host scoreboard Saturday. But I don't know. He's, uh, he's in Florida right now with his wife. Yeah. So uh, taking care of a few things. And I hope right they're, uh, after taking care of those few things, having a good time. I saw he posted a picture <laughs> of uh, went out to dinner. or went, Was it breakfast? And he got chicken and waffles. Dude, I, I was like, it already begins. The rubbing of the face of the vacation-esque stuff. Uh, yeah, I saw that, too. It was chicken and waffles. It looked great. It really did look. And whatever she got looked good, too. But, but honestly, though, for Troy and food, that kind of feels like he's stretching it a little it bit. Does. It that does. It doesn't actually seem like a Troy dish. It does not. It, it does not. But that guy, he surprises me every once in a while. He keeps me on my toes as far as what I expect him to do or get. Um, except for Diet Cokes. He's like clockwork on that, man. <laughs> um, one other thing. You know, we both love podcasts hosted by stand-up comedians. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely, when it comes to podcasts, I should probably be a better sports guy and listen to more sports podcasts. But I like <laughs> stepping away from sports. Mm-hmm. And while I get in the office or in the car listening to like podcast stand-up comedian podcasts, they're hilarious. Yes. I think... Their podcasts are funnier than their actual stand <laughs> Some guys. Especially if they're the witty, like really good with improv and they're witty. Yeah. I love the Are You Garbage podcast. You like you can name it. I, I don't know what you're Tiger listening Belly. to exactly right now. I love or, Tiger Belly. Yeah. I've started to watch have you ever heard of the Kill Tony podcast? Dude, Kill Tony is awesome. Yes. They're and their stuff they do with people stand up, like giving them two minutes and then they just roast them, is I love that stuff too. Yeah, it's a very like anything goes <laughs> live comedy show format. And mm-hmm. I just got into it like this past week. Dude. And I'm hooked. Yeah, it is awesome. Like I've put Are You Garbage in the back seat. <laughs> I'll Tony. get to you later. <laughs> I'm kind of jamming to some Kill Tony right yeah, now. It's pretty good. To, to kind of explain if you've never heard of Kill Tony, so it's Tony. Hinchliff, Hinchcliffe, yeah. out of Austin, Texas. He does it from Joe Rogan's uh, comedy, um, I don't know what you call it, just... Uh, venue. I wanted to call it comedy store, but that's in... <laughs> yeah, comedy <laughs> venue, and uh, called The Mothership. And it's like two hours long. He always surprises this, the, the crowd with two comedians or t- two or three comedians he brings in. Uh, and he's br- brought in some big names as like panelists, mm-hmm. and then he'll pull names out of a hat. And if you sign up, you can get sixty seconds of comedy, whatever you got, and you can become famous instantly. Mm-hmm. I, it's like 
America's Got Talent for comedians that aren't, and a lot of them don't have any talent. No, no. There are some bombs. It is. Oof. It's truly fascinating how good that show is. Yes, and how prepared some people come into it. So how take how they take it seriously, and then some people are like, oh, screw it, and go up there and get mauled. I mean, bad. The uh, I thought you know what I thought was really funny on there, and I didn't know it was regular just a stand up is Sal from. Um, Impractical Jokers. I had no idea. He does stand-up comedy. He cut his teeth on stand-up comedy. I did, yeah, did. not know that. And uh, he was hilarious. He was so funny. But Kill Tony is the bomb. Love that. Well, I have been stalling a little bit because we're going to be kicking off now with a uh, a segment I was hoping I would never have to do. Oh, no. You may remember right before this season. Actually, let's rewind even further. Hmm. One of the best days of my life mm-hmm. was Deuce Vaughn being drafted to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Hashtag my boy, the original, the OG. The O-H-M-B. <laughs> original hashtag my boy. Yeah! <laughs> was drafted to my favorite NFL team. And by the way, I, I mentioned this to uh, Wyatt yesterday. Cowboys, when he plays, 3-0. and yeah. When he doesn't play, 0-1. By the way, throwing it out there, just saying, yeah. Maybe play him a little bit more with the first string. You know, uh-huh. when he played with the first string, he was really good. Mm, I don't know. You know, maybe got more than two yards. And then, his, I mean, Rico Dinwiddie, Dunwiddie, Dottle. Come on, he stinks. Come on. Uh, but anyway, after he left K-State, I decided to name another hashtag my boy. I, mm-hmm. You know, I went out there. I did my research, interviewed people, started talking to sources, um, addressed it with Lindsay. And I'm oh. like, I, I think I, I think I found my guy. I think I, I found my boy. I found my new hashtag, my boy. Yeah. Talk of the town it yeah. was. Oh, it became a big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. did you see his Instagram following after it was announced that he's the new hashtag, my boy? Skyrocketed. Yeah. Who are you, Taylor Swift? Yeah. <laughs> Just about. I mean. Yeah. It was insane. If you hadn't heard, my new hashtag, my boy, is Ace and Newsome. Uh-huh. And he ended up week one, backup. Weak side linebacker to Austin Moore. And he didn't play. He hasn't played a ton. He's played mostly special teams, but actually playing linebacker. Played a little bit, but he got some tackles. And when he did play, he looked really good. He's been shining. I thought I was off to a great start. It wasn't a Deuce Vaughn start. Sure. Like he was going to take over for Austin Moore. That's not going to happen. Austin Moore is the machine. <laughs> You're not going to take over. You just don't shut down the machine. Oh, come on. He's literally a Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Um. We got some bad news today. Oh. Hashtag my boy, Ace Anusum, is out for the season. Oh, boy. Um, did not I, – I could play the clip for you from Chris Kleiman real quick. It wasn't very long. He talked about Asa in the injury. Yeah, he got hurt in uh, uh, the open week, and so we'll probably redshirt him. But he is out for the year. So going to redshirt him. He's still going to have the four years of eligibility. He only played at the most, of course, four games. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I kind of panicked a little bit today. Yeah. Because I don't want this to become hashtag my guy. I, I really need the reputation of hashtag my boy to stay intact. Uh-huh. And right now we have its first adversity. Whew. Hashtag my boy was able to go three years, zero adversity. I mean, stepped up to the plate in its debut and crushed the longest home run in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 
Asa Newsom's career is obviously not done. He can come back. I do fear, though, it's like, you know, I, I can't, this can't pile up. Yeah. Because this is a strategious honor. This is huge. Did I say strategic? Prestige. Prestigious honor. But, I don't but know it is also strategic because it's not on pre- prestigious to get it, but it's a strategical move in order to position someone to, 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 to become the great that they are. They have been destined to be. It's strategic. That's a great save. Good it's, save on that. Shout strategic. out to Greg Holland. That was a <laughs> that was a Greg Holland move. Thank yeah. you for that. Um, yeah, dude. A- Asa being out. Well, and I'm going to add to this as well because this this has to be mentioned. K State has now ran into some pretty bad luck with linebackers so far this year. I mean, well, I, I shouldn't say just bad luck. That's not the most appropriate way to phase phrase it because. Austin Moore's been a dude and just an insane player now for two straight years. He has not let up. Austin Moore is going to become a great player. He's getting his feet wet as a starter. He's going to continue to be a starter. I think he's going to prove a lot of to a lot of us this year that he can play as a true freshman. Desmond Purnell is getting better as the season continues, and he was lights out against hey, UCF. Baller. What an absolute dude mm-hmm. he was. He was the be- he was K-State's best player yeah. against UCF defensively. Mm-hmm. Seven tackles, he forced the fumble. That's what K-State was needing so badly on defense. Guys to force fumbles and force interceptions and turnovers and he and he did so. Made a hell of a play. Um but the injuries. Jake Clifton was out after game 1. Missed <laughs> two games, Jeez. two and a half games. And uh, now he's back, and he's back in the depth chart, but he's now backing up on the depth chart, um, Austin Moore at Will Linebacker, but he can play all three positions. Daniel Green's out for the year, and now Asa Newsom is out for the year. So you've Man. had two pretty big hits. Uh, one is obviously greater than the other because of experience, but if you want to look at depth, those are two big hits. And now there's more, I think, pressure on Jay Clifton, to perform well and come in when he needs to play and do well, stay healthy and don't get banged up again. If you lose another linebacker in the two deep, that's not looking good. It's getting a little thin. It's yeah, a little thin. It's already a little thin. Now yeah. you're talking, I mean, razor thin margin at that point if you lose another linebacker, especially the guy that can go play all three positions. Yeah. And you're also at a point where the linebackers, you have a new guy with the controls of – the um, um, I don't know why I'm blanking on the, the word, but he is the one in Austin Moore um, who's giving out the signals. He's sure. calling the plays, basically. Sure. Um, go ahead. Middle linebacker? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm blanking on the word, but anyway, I'm terrible with words today. But it's, he, You shook up today. He's I taken mean, over the Daniel, role, or Daniel Green role of being the quarterback of the defense. Right. And I could tell with Khalid Duke – uh, when he talked to the media last week or two weeks ago, I was actually after the UCF game, asked the questions, you know, was the dialogue, was the communication, was was that, how was it good? And he paused for a long time, and he was try, really hard, trying hard to think of the right words to say that, you know, it was fine, but it needs to be a lot better. So that's got to get better as well. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but that's still a, a pretty strong group of guys, even though you're missing two guys. You just can't afford to lose anybody more. And that is 
it's going to be a fear that's in the back of your mind now. You, you can't afford to lose another linebacker, especially anybody like Desmond Purnell and, and Austin Moore, because you're going to get thin and you're going to get young and experienced real fast. Yeah, in, now, you know, this is a young guy going down. So it's just strictly number the numbers game. Um, you would hope that most of the guys left do have that ability to to play multiple positions and not just they're not just stuck on one. So they have somebody when when their number is called, they got to step up and go. Uh, this is uh, this is terrible news though for the my bo- hashtag my boy. Let me say this: hashtag my boy Asa Newsome is going to be back. Yeah. Allow me to repeat what I said when I announced him as my new hashtag my boy. This kid is talented. This kid is smart. He is the future when it comes to linebacker at K-State. He is a future NFL draft pick. This one setback for the rest of the year is not going to change my mind. He still has four years of eligibility after the red shirt. He's going to be back, and he's going to have to play next year. Mm -hmm. They're going to need him next year. Just this one setback. It's a little adversity. Listen, everybody faces adversity. It was going to come sooner or later. Hashtag my boy would have to face a little adversity. But this does show, hashtag my boy is not perfect. No. But it damn sure ain't no hashtag my guy. That's no. for sure. It's not a curse. And you know what we love more than a young guy stepping in and playing right away? A little comeback story. And next year when he comes in with the hashtag my boy mantle, carrying it high and proud, and he goes out there and lights it up for the whole season, and then the rest of his career, you're going to know. My hashtag my boy, it ain't my guy. My boy's serious business. Hashtag my boy, Asa Newsome, comeback player of the year 2024. Ooh. Watch out, peeps. Watch out. All right. Still to come, uh, hour two, we'll get to more Chris Kleiman presser highlights, including as well in hour number two. You know, it, it, it was Manhattan that has ruined my Gundy in Oklahoma State. <laughs> K State is the reason Oklahoma State is where it's at today. Big part of that reason. Uh, plus Jabroni of the Week later in this hour. But when we come back, we catch up with uh, K-State quarterback Will Howard. And you're going to hear a part of his interview with the media earlier today. And what you're going to get, an odd Mike Gundy story and a short DJ Giddens impression. Ooh. Coming up next, the game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Mitch Fortner, David G, AJ Shaw, the phone number 537-1350. Going to hear from quarterback Will Howard uh, here in just a moment. We'll catch up with the old senior QB, 6'5", from Downingtown, Pennsylvania. He's thrown for 1,072 yards, eight touchdowns, four interceptions. His QBR is 76.3. That is good for 25th in the country right now. K-State with the fifth best passing in the Big 12 so far, so not too bad. Like I said, I told you, K State eight of the nine, eight of the last nine years, or nine of the last ten years, had been dead last or second to last in passing. You add four more programs to the Big 12, and right now, Will Howard slinging it is uh, fifth best Big 12 in uh, in in the numbers. My uh, that one day, one show, I you were you wanted to know my predictions on some a couple things they are going down in flames <laughs> but well will howard did not throw for a touchdown he against didn't. ucf but he, he still has eight yeah he, I mean, I mean, he was on pace for the regular season to have 24 just gonna cruise to it is cruise Khalid making i mean a fool out of me you predicted four sacks <sighs> do you know how many he has right now three and a half right i think it's four really now i gotta look it up yeah, he's uh, AJ. Can you get on that? See how many sacks Khalid Duke has. So, when you watch him, um, he is what you would what is generally described as a freaking problem for the <laughs> yeah. other team. He is real good at football. That's a great way to say it. Freaking problem. Yeah, he a, is exactly he's that. He's a real issue for Khalid the other Duke. Team. Career high four sacks. Also a forced fumble for the first time in his career. Ooh wee. That's right. Yeah, he's been a, a dentist. He's been a real dentist here lately, a real menace around the old football field. A, he's been a real dentist. <laughs> you know, of course, that's in reference to Dennis the Menace. Sure. That's a good one. Yeah. And I mean, I ain't talking about busting the uh, old neighbor's chops. I'm talking about on film. Spilling paint in the garage. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. The, the uh, slingshot in the back pocket? No. I'm talking when you go to film Sunday, you go, oh. God. Like, what were you doing here? <laughs> Colored dude just busting you right upside the head. Spin move, sack, force fumble. Oof, he well, is a man. Well, during the bye week, everybody's got something to work on, right? But if For you're sure. Khalid Duke, you know, you're a, you're you're the guy right now, right? So you don't have to go as hard during the bye week. You get some extra time off. Let the sure. young guys get some extra work in. Let them get a few more reps. Kind of chill out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Meanwhile, Will Howard doing some of that as well, but he's still, of course, practicing and working out. And if you know, we got to see, you know, a change in the turnovers. Don't got to kind of knock it off with the interceptions. He's thrown one in each game. I think they've all been in the first half of each game. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, those are all four throws he probably really wants back. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's a heat check action. You know, I like when we talked with DY, it, like it does make sense when he talked to Coach Kleiman, like he's really confident and he's confident in these wide receivers and he is trying to fit it in some windows where you go, oh boy. But he's letting it rip. What I love about Will Howard is if he, he makes one of those throws, the next drive, he's not worried about it the next drive. It's not weighing on him. He's not like freaking out about it. He goes right back out there and pumps it in, man. He shoves, dude. He doesn't he doesn't think about it at all. And I love that. Uh, that kind of character quality, man, that's big for a quarterback. I love it. Earlier today, the K-State Media speaking with Will Howard. Uh, I typically wouldn't play a clip this long, um, but I thought Will was really good today. Mm-hmm. So I kept it a little bit longer than usual. Here was uh, Will Howard with the K-State Media earlier today. So Mike Gentley was contemplating whether you were on year five or year six. Does it feel like you're that guy that's been around K-State for a <laughs> Yeah, it does feel like I've been, I've been around here for a while. Coach Gundy, actually, um, in 2021, when I was playing and starting that game because Skyler had just gotten hurt, he actually came up to me and, and told me he hopes that I feel better and, and that you know we wanted to play me soon. And I was like, he must think I'm Skyler. <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty funny, but that's really the only interaction I've ever had with Coach Gundy. But um, no, yeah, it does feel like I've been here a long time, and you know I, I'm, I'm a veteran of this place, and you know I've I've seen seen the ups and downs. So um, I think that that pays dividends, though. And you know at the end of the day, you know I, I've been been through a lot here, and and that's makes my love for this place a lot more special. You got to exercise some of your Oklahoma State demons last year, obviously, but how fulfilling would it be to, to get a win in Stillwater? Yeah, we you know we talked about that at the beginning of this. You know, we really haven't had a ton of success down there at Stillwater. And, you know, really since Coach Kleiman's been here, uh, it's been a kind of a tough place for us to play. And, you know, it's a tough environment. Um, you know, the fans are going to be loud. They're right on top of you. But, you know, I think it's it's time for us to, to go down there and make a statement and get a win, a good win down there because, you know, we, we kind of have a bad taste in our mouths, my, me especially, um, of that place. And I kind of want to get rid of that. What's this offense need to prove, improve upon in the last eight games so far this season? Um, the biggest thing that I would say, for me personally, really, is just you know not turning the ball over, taking care of the ball, um, and, and sustaining drives. I feel like that's, that's the biggest thing. When we're able to have long, sustained drives, we have the most success. And um, a lot of that you saw last week when we were able to run the ball, and the O-line did a heck of a job just you know kind of pounding those guys. And and DJ obviously carried the load, but um, when we're able to sustain drives, stay on 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 time, you know, making sure we're we're in the in the sequence of the game, um, I think that's huge for us. Did you know what weapon DJ could be in the receiving game? I feel like we knew that he could run downhill, but he had almost a hundred yards receiving. <laughs> he's a he's a dude, man, and, and he he doesn't really let on. He had that he had that catch last year on that corner route I threw him at TCU. Uh, I think he came to the sideline. I think he told Ben that it, that was like his first catch since middle school or something. Like I, like just nonchalant. He's like just such a good athlete though. And uh, you know, that doesn't surprise me at all. I'll, at practice all the time, like he'll go up and make some ridiculous catch and I'll be like, dude, that was crazy. I'll be like, appreciate it. Like, you know, something like real monotone, like it doesn't, doesn't really react a lot, but that dude's special, man, I'm telling you. How would you assess the kind of vertical passing game through four games? Uh, it's not really where I feel like it needs to be, and I think a lot of that's on me, just putting the ball where it needs to be. And I know we're going to hit on those, and you know, 
just cre- we're, we're going to continue to create separation outside and, um, you know, just work on my accuracy with the deep ball. And we've, we've been stressing that a lot this week. So me, me in particular. Did you get to do anything fun or relaxing without a game to play last weekend? I, uh, I did. I, well, no, I didn't do much crazy. I, I went to like some, there was like some pottery painting place in Aggieville that I went to with my girlfriend on Friday night. That was pretty cool. I got to remember, I got to pick that up. Um, <laughs> just reminded me. Thanks. But, uh, then I went on Saturday night, Gilly and his wife and my girlfriend and Duffy all went out to like some private Logan Mize concert um, out in town. So that was fun. But for the most part, I was kind of sitting on my couch watching football, which is what I, what I wanted to do. You know, it's, that's the, the worst part about playing college football is you don't get to watch college football. True that. Once again, that's the case in media with Will Howard. Wasn't that fun? That was awesome. I honestly thought he was really fun today. And I got to say... Uh, you know, after good win- big wins or whatever, you know, obviously the guys are going to be upbeat and everything, proud of their work, getting the win. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen the guys come in so upbeat heading into a game. Mm. Like, everybody was positive, and they typically are, smiles on their face, having a good time with the media, great conversations. I mean, I recorded a Meet the Wildcats for Powercat Game Day with Uso Samalu, and he was amazing. Yeah, It was ex- – like I got, I, I'm I'm sad. I got to cut it down to two minutes. Maybe I'll play the full thing here on the show, uh, coming up soon. I'm not planning to air that for another few weeks, but he was really great. And I was like, I really appreciated today's press conference. I mean, the, especially at a time where, to be honest with you, like there's not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, there is. But to really get a lot out of it, you got to stretch it. I, sure. You know, it's just it, there's not a whole lot of drama. Yes, Asa Newsom's out for the year. Yes, Daniel Green's out for the year. Need Will Howard to correct a few things. Everybody's got a few things to correct. But, I mean, it's not like you think this is a bad team or this is a team that's going to start losing some games and it's going to be a grind to get through the Big 12 schedule. It's all very positive right now. This team is good. Mm-hmm. It's a really good team. And they're going to continue to get good. I mean – we might have our complaints, like yes, it's not perfect, but they're still three and one. Mm-hmm. Lost on a sixty-one yard field goal at Mizzou in a crazy environment. wasn't an easy place to play, and now they're going to go beat the hell out of Oklahoma State. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, on a weird I, Friday night ball game, and you, you like the team they beat UCF. They're good. They are good. They're very good. I and you know. They were cruising against Baylor. Baylor, I'm still not convinced that Baylor's great. Right. I mean, they got that. They got the former Oklahoma State running back and Dominic Richardson, who I think could be really good. I um, mean, he's not been too bad this year. Blake Shapin has been out for a long time, but he's now back. And maybe was that a difference? Possibly. I don't know. I just you know maybe UCF isn't quite the second half team they want to be quite yet. Mm-hmm. You know, they have put off. They they they've started out very well in games. Mm-hmm. Has UCF. And they were a pain for K-State in that they first were. half. And honestly, I mean, going back to Will Howard, you know, yes, the, the interceptions have not been great. I think what's really bothered me most about the interceptions is that it has really kinked K-State's momentum mm-hmm. at those times. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, K- I mean, K-State, every single game so far, has come out and scored on every first drive. That's the first time they've ever they've done that in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I've not been alive for K-State scoring a touchdown on the first drive of the first four games. Wow! And I, I would bet a lot of money that they're going to do it again this week mm-hmm. on on Friday against Oklahoma State. So, you know, yes, it's not perfect. Still, it's going to get better. I think the secondary is going to get better. Um, you know, I think there's still a lot to be seen from the wide receivers. 
but it's not like they're bad. They're good. They they just have they have a chance to be great. Yes. But how optimistic are you to be great? That might be that might vary. That mm-hmm. might honestly vary between the fans. Mm-hmm. I might be more os- optimistic than AJ or you, Deej. I right. I don't know. You tell me. But to me, my two cents on that is it depends on Keegan Johnson. Mm-hmm. It depends in are we going to get the best of Keegan Johnson starting with the Oklahoma State game. That could be a huge difference in the vertical play of the K-State passing game. You that's what's that's the one thing I really truly believe on offense they are truly liking that home run guy. Just the the dude. They have all the other components. They have some possession guys. They have a do it all guy. They've got great great blockers, you know, Jaden Jackson like what what a absolute find. That guy is really good. He's really good at football. But we need that over-the-top bomb, like, threat. And what a time to uncork that threat Friday night down in Stillwater. Will's right. That has been a bugaboo, not just for Chris Kleiman, for K-State. Down there, there have been some real battles that the K-State's gone through and not come out with a W. It'd be really nice to go down there and knock those guys around. And come back with a dub, a road dub from Oklahoma State. And it'd be awesome if it was, you know, Keegan was the the key for that because we could just bomb it to him a few times. It'd be awesome. Well, there's a, there there are some major differences between K State now, Oklahoma State now, compared to oh. the two teams in nineteen and twenty one. Oh, and yeah. I, honestly, we should probably actually tackle that later on in the week. I'd actually love to talk about that because, uh, you know, what I remember actually a lot about. Heading into those two games, crazy high optimism at the time. Mm-hmm. And especially in 2021, I mean, Will Howard comes in and he does pretty well against Nevada. Mm-hmm. And even though we know Oklahoma State's good in 21, they have a tremendous defense. I felt really good. I was like, I knew I had stuff to do that weekend, but I was like, maybe I can squeeze in this road trip. I kind of want to be there. I think the Cats can get it done. And they didn't look good. Oof. It was a it was a horrendous game. Yeah. And I was like, I was glad mm-hmm. I didn't make that road trip. But later on in today, I actually want to talk more about yesterday or not yesterday's, but last year's game between K State and Oklahoma State. Because K State broke Oklahoma State. Whew. They have not been the same since. Plus in hour number two, we'll get more Chris Kleiman highlights from his press conference earlier today. But when we come back, a brand new Jabroni of the Week. Will be crowned. Know your role and shut your. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles; we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Mouth, you jabroni. You jabronis hit the jackpot. The Hollywood brand jabroni, Hulk Hogan. Al, is this jabroni's name? Jabroni of the week. Does anybody know if uh, Taylor Swift has ever said the word jabroni? If we could find that, Ooh. I'm putting it in the intro. AJ? I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Probably hasn't. Uh, Doesn't seem like that's in her vocabulary. Yeah, it, you know she's not aware of it yet. But once she she Travis, come on, Travis has said jabroni. You no, know, 
maybe that, like his kind of, I'm I'm trying to be careful of how I phrase this, yeah. but it's like, you know, his, uh, I don't know if attitude or just his, uh, man, I am just blanking I, listen, on words I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this for you. Go ahead. People tend to pick up and, and start to repeat each other's vernacular. For sure. Especially a woman to a man. So if he's in there going, jabroni this, jabroni that, she might be like, I like that. He's only publicly said jabroni that one time, though. Yeah. Oh. I, I can't recall another time, so. I feel like but he's. it was well a, delivered. I feel like he's uh, off, you know, off the, uh, in, in the streets, jabroni user. I think that he does. He, he likes that. Swagger was the word I was trying to think uh-huh. of. I'm, boy. Mimic the swagger. Mm-hmm. All right. Jabroni of the week. Here we go. Three dishonorable mentions. I'll culminate with my jabroni of the week. And I, I feel like I've really put together a strong list of candidates this week. Mm-hmm. My first dishonorable mention, I'm going to go with the UCF Knights. Uh, boy, <laughs> did you check out that game between the Knights and uh, Baylor? Oof. On Saturday down at the, the bounce house in Orlando, and I saw somebody on, on Twitter like kind of documenting everything that was taking place, pregame stuff outside the stadium, inside the stadium. It looked like a lot of fun. They like they take it, the, the fan base is really into uh, UCF football. Unless it's a blowout early in the third quarter, then everybody leaves, <laughs> which is exactly what it was. 35-7, to seven, third quarter deficit for Baylor. The Bears, a 1-3 Baylor Bears team that got Blake Shapen back. Scored 29 unanswered points in the final 19 minutes to take the lead on a 25-yard field goal with a minute 21 left. And they hold on after Colton Boomer misses a 50-something-yard field goal. And Baylor wins 36-35. Baylor's comeback of 28 points officially uh, was the largest comeback in Baylor football history. The comeback allowed by UCF, the largest in their history. They learn in Big 12 business the hard way. They are really, man, get smashed in your opener. Then the comeback boys on you at home. They had somebody performing like outside the stadium. Like they had a big thing going on. So yeah, DJ Polly D. DJ Polly D. Jersey right. Shore. Everybody yeah. fist pumping and stuff. Oh, you know they were fired everybody yelling up. t-shirt time. Oh. And to see it all crumble like that, man, 29 unanswered points. Come on, man. My next dishonorable mention takes us to Chicago. Uh-oh. Um, Connor Tegmeyer. He's just some guy from Chicago. I don't know if AJ knows him, but you know him, AJ? Uh, I've never even heard the name today, but when you said Chicago, I assumed you were going to say what we were all thinking. Oh, boy. Uh, no, it's not the Bears. Ah, Bears. The Bears did blow it against the Broncos, and the Ooh. Bears are for sure going to get that first uh, pick in the NFL draft. Dude, stop, dude. AJ's He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's been here before. Yeah, he has. He's been here before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this Tegmeyer guy, he's a Chicago native. He placed a bet on Monday Night Football, Steelers-Raiders a week ago. Ugh. It was a 14-leg parlay. He bet 50 bucks, and if he hit it, he wins $51,000. It's things like he took Pittsburgh 14 and a half, plus 14 and a half. Uh, game points, he took the under. Hunter Renfro, over 16 and a half receiving yards. It was a bunch of that. Mm-hmm. He hit 13 of them. He got to 13, but he needed one more. He needed Allen Robinson, who's a wide receiver for the Steelers, 
to just get over 25 receiving yards. Oh, no. Last play before the two-minute warning. A pass goes to Robinson. He catches. He gets the first down. He ends up at 24 yards on the night. Oh. Oh. Two more yards. And our young man from Chicago wins $51,000. I would lose so much sleep after just being kicked in the fellas after that loss. That's getting stoiked. And here's the irony of the whole thing. Allen Robinson was in Chicago for four years as a Bears receiver, (laughs) so you think he would understand that might not happen. Oh, yeah. He's like, you've seen it. First hand, you know he ain't going to get there. AJ, that's a dynamite drop-in. That is great. It's almost like a full circle moment (laughs) for this young man from Chicago. Uh, My last dishonorable mention is going to go to Virginia Tech men's soccer player Theo Drennan. Very rarely do I bring up college soccer, but this one was a doozy. So Clemson is hosting Virginia Tech, hosting the Hokies for an ACC men's soccer battle. Hmm. The match is tied 1-1. to We're in the final minute. And then with under 30 seconds to go, Clemson sets themselves up for a corner kick and an opportunity with a set piece to try to win the match. The corner comes in from the far side of the field. It's a pretty good ball placement. I mean, it's almost dead center or close to dead center in the box, close to the goal. And the ball, at first, it hits a player's shoulder and then pops up in the air. There's a Clemson player wide open, middle of the box. As the ball's coming down, he, with a rocket, leans back, one-times it. But it doesn't go towards the goal. It actually goes more towards the sideline. The ball goes off the face of Theo Drennan. And goes directly into the goal. Oh, no. <laughs> he gets absolutely I, smashed. I can't wait to watch With this, this rocket shot off the kisser. Oof. And it goes directly into the goal for the game winner with five seconds oh. left. <laughs> Move your face, dude. Come on, man. That's what we call insult to injury. All right, we got one more to go here, and this is my official jabroni of the week. And it's going to go to a Texas high school football referee. Whitney Houston High is located about an hour southwest of Dallas. Traveled to James Madison High School in Dallas on Friday. And, um, you know, it's kind of a tight game. You know, this is a this is a big time game. This is a big time game for both teams. Well, James Madison is facing a fourth down situation from midfield, and then chaos ensues. Trey Haynes, the son of Whitney head football coach and the uh, the athletic director of the high school, he was lined up at linebacker. So video shows a um, the, the the player he he kind of backs up into the referee, and then. All right, backs away a little bit. He's just trying to follow the play and then bumps into the referee again. The referee takes this linebacker's helmet by the face mask, rips it off the kid's head. What? Chucks it to the ground and then calls a penalty, a personal foul penalty on this kid and throws him out of the game. Dude, I can't wait to watch both of these videos. That's... 
That's harsh. This referee is not refing football for the rest of the season, <laughs> and now this whole thing is under investigation. He might be banned for life wow. from refereeing anything in high school <laughs> athletics. <laughs> He's taking out a lot of frustration. <laughs> Hour two of the game or Chris Kleiman presser highlights coming up next in Social Local News after these words.